Welcome to Built on Beeves, episode three. My name is Eric Bober, and I'm joined by Nate Hayfley. On this episode, we're going to recap the Beavers football game this past Saturday against Ohio State and preview their home opener against Southern Utah this Saturday. We'll also talk mascots, give predictions, and more along the way. You can also email us and subscribe to the podcast. Drop us a line at builtonbeeves at gmail.com. So, Nate, happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. I think um, I had a four-day weekend. I don't know if you had a four-day weekend, too. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Sure did, yeah. Friday was kind of busy. We, like You've probably heard me kind of mention on the podcast that I've been recently married, so there were some decorations we borrowed some from some friends, so we had to go to Roseburg and return some wine barrels we bought. So Friday was kind of a travel day and just relaxing, and then... This weekend, just kind of hung out too, and then today we obviously had our fantasy, fantasy football, football draft, so it was a fun fun way to spend the weekend. It was good to have four days, but uh, I guess excited to get back into the week and obviously get into this next week of football, but yeah. we'll be talking about that. So what did you do this Absolutely. weekend? Yeah, well, had the parents in town, oh, so yeah, that was yeah. a lot of fun, a mix of uh, stress and fun. So <laughs> I have a good time with my parents, but... Um, I think sometimes we can always like disagree on stuff and like they I, sometimes my parents can get after one another and I feel like I'm kind of the middleman at times but yeah we we all we had fun and my parents are like really easy to please too so just taking them yeah. to the coast because um, they're from Poland again like we we said last episode and yeah. so uh, your dad's been out here before briefly yeah. but. This is your mom's first time, so what are they? Yeah, what they like time. the best? I, know I think true. the coast, no doubt about it. I yeah. think we were there Saturday, and it was sunny, really windy out there, um, and you know we we had a really good time. And I had mostly everything paid for, so I was spoiled yeah. all weekend. So that was <laughs> that really good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So they took care of me, and I think we went to Dutch Bros probably like four or five times. They so liked it. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Yeah, my dad's all about the ice mochas, ice man. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like, they did it for him. They have it on the menu. They'll put the chocolate on top too. So it was really cool. Did you guys so watch? You guys watched the game. We did. Where did you watch it? We did. We were at. Um, we actually just stayed in the hotel. So the beginning of the Ohio State game, I was in the hotel lobby with no volume. <laughs> Watching the game, no volume. No volume oh, at man. first. They didn't have it on in the lobby, so I. Um, <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was pretty interesting. I. I was definitely a little into it, like the first five or ten minutes. Like, I, I felt like I'm the only one that cared in the lobby. I was kind of that guy. Have you ever been that guy yeah, in like a yeah. place where no one else is really paying attention? And I kind of was. And I had to ask them to turn the game on to face where I was at because it was not on the t- I-, I figured it'd just be on all the TVs in the hotel lobby but we had completely different that. experiences because I watched it here at your place yeah obviously you weren't here but with like 10 different people so it was it was pretty loud we had two TVs going I was surprised what? about that because what I walk the in the TV? main door and right in the dining room Miguel had another TV set up with college game day going it was a oh man it was a good setup I was really impressed had some breakfast and coffee and all of that and then another tv set up in the living room so at first we learned quickly though that the tv in the dining room was a little faster so i was in the living room with people we were watching kind of the first drive in that third down play where they 
got a little route and got a first yeah. down and we hear them cheering in the <laughs> dining room before we know what's going on so i guess it's better we know a good place coming but we're like quickly shut that one down we're like that yeah. is not gonna fly because no one likes that but that that um i'll never forget so um grew up as like a chicago blackhawks fan I'll try to keep it short, but basically they went through a long, long drought of like not winning a Stanley Cup or really being a good team at all. So finally they got to the Stanley Cup. I think it was game six or seven. It was a deciding game. And um, my dad was watching the game upstairs by himself while I was downstairs with my friends. And we were a little behind. I didn't. I don't think we knew that we were a little behind. And they had um, – it was like a game winner – like for the Blackhawks, so like yeah. in overtime, and he's stomping around up there before it happens, and we just heard him cheering and yelling, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna score!" Which was good, but it kind of ruined the moment a little bit. And then they scored, and we celebrated. I guess it's but it's that it. way though, you know. And That's true too. Still, you don't like that, but yeah, it could be worse. I guess. I feel like I knocked my dad a lot already in this podcast. <laughs> uh, he's not a listener yet. So, oh, do your yeah. parents listen to this yet? They haven't. I've talked oh. to my mom and briefly my dad, and I think they want me to send it, but I guess I've just been lazy about it or whatnot, and I haven't sent it to them yet. I'm partially, I think, avoiding them. It's your family, you know, so I think yeah. they're a little harder on you, and so I'm kind of waiting to send it before I hear them laughing at me about it. So, yeah, yeah, they're. They'll yeah. pick on you. I know your family. That's okay. Your sister definitely would. So that's okay. But um, so the game itself, um, obviously, like the Jonathan Smith era has now officially started. Yeah. No more talking about what the team's going to look like right away. I mean, we're we're there. We're in the season. And man, first impressions for me. I had I had a lot of fun with the game. It was a blast. D- despite the score, if you just don't look at the score. Unless you actually that's go with the, the offense. No, that's the thing cool. about sports. Like, especially if you don't really watch the game, you look at a score and they're like, oh, what a blowout. Like, that's what good comes of that. But you can't just look at a score and that tell you what the whole game was like. Yeah. Because we should yeah, probably share the store, score. We should. Do you know the score? It was, uh, it was 76. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State 77, the Beavers oh, 31. I cut you off. But I want to make And sure we have to touch good. on because we have to be accountable. I think we both said that they're going to cover the spread. They did, they not, did cover not cover, the, cover spread. the spread. No. Which I was surprised about, however. Like, I did think they were going to cover the spread, but. It was 39 points, so yeah. they needed to be within 39, and they were not. It was right at the last minute, though. I had a bet going kind of with my father-in-law, just like a friendly bet. I said they're going to cover the spread. He didn't. And it was that last kind of minute. And I think he's gracious and not going to make me. I think mine was like, if we're in the spread, they have to cook me a steak. And his is if we want, I have to like move something. I don't know. So you went from not knowing anything about spreads to to now now doing your own bets on steak. Okay. It's on food and labor. So, I mean... I guess, yeah, just friendly. But, but but like you said, okay. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, the score doesn't tell score everything, doesn't right? The score doesn't say everything, yeah. no. Yeah. I well, was impressed. Yeah, was, go ahead. Let's see yeah. what you think. There's so much to talk about. There's so much. It's exciting because the season's underway. That build up the questions of what this team's going to look like, How what's Jonathan Smith going to be like, and I was impressed to see. Um, obviously, you can pinpoint just different weaknesses and – 
areas that the Beavers are really going to have to come out and practice really hard this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the offense, man, I was impressed. I was They moved the ball. This is a complete yeah. – it was exciting to watch. I mean, yeah. you feel bad, and I feel bad for Luton, and I hope he gets to feeling better. That was a rough kind of start for him, getting banged up pretty quick. Yeah. And you can tell, like, at first I didn't realize he was hurt that – you know, because he had that play and then missed the snap. It's clearly on him. He didn't catch it. It was right there to him and just missed that. Then, obviously, next drive comes out. Connor Blunt comes out. So, in my mind, I thought it was, man, they're being pretty harsh on that's, Luton. That's like, exactly what I thought. They're already <laughs> taking him out on one play. Like, they must be getting ready to cycle <laughs> these guys through. And then I found out that Luton got injured. And it makes more sense. I think that injury had to have mess with him a little again kind of that whiplash I watched that replay and just get hit from behind and really jolted him um so you think maybe that contributes to the fumbled snap at first but even that drive they're moving the ball they, they were, were they, they had, had a good sign before they could I think they're on their way to score and yeah. Connor comes in and does a really good job he yeah. moves the ball downfield they score some and is is nice too. I think seeing Jonathan Smith just second half, you know, playing Jack Coletto and saw some stuff from him. But my biggest thing, I was excited to see Artavis Pierce. Obviously, Jonathan that, Smith was talking to his man. Yeah, that's my. I just really <laughs> like that guy. He's so just even listening to him do interviews, like he's so respectful and saying yes, sir, when getting asked questions. I just really like that guy. And now seeing him execute on the field and perform against Ohio State, running two really long touchdown runs and coming right at, you know, something we talked about too. I know I'm going to kind of ramble on because there's so much to talk about, but, you know, we've talked about and we both wanted to see a difference from last year where come out second half and you don't just fold, but you compete the second half. And it's kind of interesting to see both sides because Ohio State one play goes down the field, scores a touchdown. Oregon State, one play. Artavis Pierce runs it for a touchdown. But just even seeing that come off and still compete so quickly at the second half was just – there's a lot of good things on the offensive side of the ball that I saw. Obviously, yeah, there are some mistakes that fumble in the end zone for a touchdown, some sacks that you kind of want to say, okay, throw the ball away, get, get it out. But, you know, we're sitting on the sideline – not sideline, but we're watching from – yeah our couch and stuff. So I try to be a little gracious on that stuff because I'm like, I can't imagine being put in that situation with Nick Bosa coming at you. Yeah, from Ohio State. Yeah, and you're yeah. those defensive guys just... And over 100,000 people, most of them against oh, yeah. you, right? So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. man, that's a tough environment. But really pleased with the offense. And you don't want to bash. Obviously, there's mistakes. They're going to go in. They're going to learn it. The defense, yeah, that's it was rough. But but look at the competition as well. Exactly, I, I think that's like the biggest like thing to take out of this game too. It's like you know how much do you play and how much do you play into the part like is it the competition level like where maybe maybe were they missing assignments defensively or are they just getting beat and they were there? The thing is right, you know both. what I'm saying? Yeah, so. But- because that offense, athletes. that offense is gonna score points on any defense. You know, yeah. top defenses. Yeah, they're gonna be able to shut them down a few times, but that offense is gonna score. You could see 
their displays of what they have on their side of the field of Dwayne Haskins was throwing the ball everywhere. And, you know, it's it's hard because it seemed like every receiver was kind of wide open. So you start to think, yeah, is that a question of are they just that much better than us and we just can't hang or missed assignments or both? And But nonetheless, you know that's going to be an offense that's going to give any defense in the country a, a problem. And so I think – Jonathan Smith, the guys just are going to do a good job evaluating this week of what do they need to do because they are, I think, like pretty thin on defense in both the line and the secondary. There's a lot of injuries going on. You even saw a few just injured guys that game on the defense just kind of going down, and you kind of cringe because you're like, no, we can't. I felt like every time there was an injury, it was a Beaver player. Yeah. It almost felt like that during the game. Am yeah. I wrong? Like, I don't remember ever looking and seeing. No, like a but it makes sense. Down. You know, they're, you know, the Beavers are usually smaller. Um, another thing when talking about that, too, another thing I was really impressed with this game was the discipline. Because all of the penalties, it seemed like, most of them were coming from Ohio State. You had, like, the same plays going where, they draw an offsides, and then Connor Blunt throws it down the field because it's a free play, and then it's a pass interference. That same play happened twice, and it's just fun for me to see that it's not the Beavers the one getting a penalty call every single play. They had theirs, but I think majority, I didn't look at the stat, but I'm pretty sure more penalties were on Ohio State. So. Yeah, I didn't look at it either. But what I loved seeing was like no one sportsman like penalties. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that was like as I was taking notes during the game. Like I, I think I had like kind of some final thoughts after the game. I think that's something that I probably wrote down. Um, I, I I just noticed that they were kind of like, like you said, Nate. They just seemed like a really disciplined team that game, and it was kind of it was just good to see that. I think that was a big change for them. Yeah. Um, also, going back, I think you said it right in the beginning, like when you were talking about your thoughts. Like as soon as I saw – so like I said, I had no sound when I first started watching the game. So as soon as I saw Connor Blunt come out there on their next possession, I was like, oh, my gosh, they're doing the quarterback carnival. Oh, yeah, again. yeah. They're switching out quarterbacks just like last year. I went to that spot where I was just like how I was – when watching the Beavers last year, I'm just like, wow, they're doing it again. They're going to keep rotating quarterbacks just like they always do. And I, I got in a bad spot. I was pretty negative. I'm like, why are they doing this again? I don't understand. And then later I got word that Luton was actually injured. Yeah. And for those that don't know, Jake Luton, he's actually under concussion protocol. Yeah. Man, that's just rough. I know we want to talk about the game, but that, like... I feel I felt bad. I remember texting him like I feel bad for him. Like I'm glad Connor was having a good game, replacing him and looked well. But man, I feel bad for Jake. Like having to go through that again after an in, the spinal injury last year. First possession, you're injured again. Yeah, That's rough. You, you really do feel for that guy because before any of this, you know, it's easy to look at athletes, but they're people. They're humans, you know, and yeah. you want to see them do well for their life in general and their well-being and so even giving him props because you go through an injury like that last year that's a traumatic thing you're getting carried out in a stretcher and you don't just give up and say okay I'm done or he came back out compete earned the starting role again for this season and then so quickly gets injured again and so you feel for that and we wish him the best obviously you want to see him get better um, but it was nice 
not under the circumstances, but it was nice to get to see three yeah. of our three competing quarterbacks get They were to all play. competing for the starting position. And though so. Luton didn't have hardly any time of play, you saw some stuff there early, completed passes and stuff, and so you didn't get to see much, but... Connor, you got to see most of the first half, and I was really impressed with some of his throws. And like we said, Jack, we got to see him second half. And so there's good experience for these guys, and I think that's really what they're hitting on is this was just good experience for the whole team and an experience that they're going to really remember and it's going to be helpful for them as they continue to go on this season because – that's the biggest stadium they're going to play in all year. That's and the so, toughest opponent they're going to play And toughest year. opponent. So it's nice to get that. And I was just, like I said, yeah, don't look at the score. Don't look at the score and say, oh, yeah, they got blown out and killed. <laughs> yeah, they did. But, man, I was impressed overall about how good they did. I've never been happier watching one of my teams lose by that much. I know. <laughs> no, seriously. Because yeah. I really I, – when the game was over, I was I was happy. And um, I almost like – we, we both picked them to lose, but I don't think they lost the way that I thought. I definitely – I think I expected the defense to maybe do more, but the offense yeah. like really like – They showed su- up. They surprised me. I think I – I don't know if I mentioned it to you or said to someone else. I don't remember that, that the last time they put up that many points like against like maybe anybody. I don't know. I don't know if they even hit that mark last year. I could be wrong. I really yeah. don't know, but it was just, and they did it at Ohio State, which is crazy. So, well, yeah, and he, like you said, yeah, they gave up seventy-seven points. That's yeah. hard. That needs to get worked on, really. But they also put up thirty-one points against Ohio State, and so that's no small feat. You no. know, that's that's a big deal. And Pierce is trying to be a, like an NFL stud. No, man. Yeah. I, I just I couldn't believe couldn't believe those. Even two Jonathan runs, Smith, you know, was joking in this press conference today of how during film they paused it and kind of asked the team, "Is he going to go all? Who thought he was going to go all the way?" And half and half kind of said yes and no, and they were kind of all surprised about his speed. I mean, he's not running those yeah. guys, and so. There is a lot of hope and a lot of promise. And even, like they said, touching on Jamar Jefferson had some experience. A true yeah. freshman going into the horseshoe like that under that pressure, showing off some potential. And so yeah. you're pleased with that in the running back game and that they can both kind of cycle through. Like, you know, Artavis Pierce run a big, long run, get banged up a little. He can go on the sideline, take a rest. Jamar Jefferson comes in, he can do work. So yeah, Jefferson didn't have like those stats that like really stick out, you know. Yeah. Um, let's run it through very quick. So Blunt was twelve of nineteen for one hundred sixty nine yards. Yeah. He had a QBR of forty four point nine, um, and then like Coletta only threw the ball four times, which yeah, was surprising. He, he was handing it off a lot, I guess. Right. I mean, yeah. He was one for four, only two yards. Um, he had some smart reads, though. You know, it's he didn't. We didn't get to see much of a passing display from him. So, in that area, Connor obviously kind of showed off more of his skill set. But Jonathan was smart, talking like, you know, some of those runs, especially by Artavis, it's easy to just look at him and say, "Oh, Artavis Pierce ran that touchdown." But the O line had some blocking. He said Timmy Hernandez had a good block, and uh, Jack Coletto had some nice reads, and it wasn't just a 
okay, give it to Artavis Pierce, and he does all of it and makes it happen. Yeah. You know, but it's a team effort. We got to see displayed a bunch of different people contributing to those touchdowns. So Yeah, Pierce was had 11 carries for 168 yards. What a game. Two touchdowns. His longest was 80 yards. I don't know how long the other one was. Um, but it was long, too. Yeah, so and that's the thing. Like It's not misleading, but a, a big chunk of those came from two runs. So you can almost say that Jefferson did more, did maybe did more work on some of them, you know, in between. So he had eight carries for forty-seven yards, um, had a long of thirty-one. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even talk about the wide receivers, man. Bradford, oh, man. Bradford came out, man. He, Those guys. That that pass to so that touchdown was it. The end of the first half, blunt to Bradford. That was like the like in the, the corner of the end zone. Yeah, that was that a, was a perfect pass. That was like the best like QB wide receiver thing I've seen out of the Beavers like in the last couple of years. Yeah, like, that talk, was like awesome. Talk about that throw that even Isaiah Hodgins came down with that looked like a for sure interception, and he snagged it from him. I, I mean, didn't see the replay. Was the Ohio State player juggling? It was <laughs> kind of that ball. He pulled it from him, and so that's another thing. I think we kind of talked about early this maybe our first episode of how. You know, we didn't get to see a lot of experience or from the wide receiving core from last season. You just didn't get to see them have opportunities to make plays happen because the ball just wasn't being thrown their direction. But yeah. this was a good example of that we get to see them make plays because that wide receiver made that play. That's yeah. an interception, really. But we got to see, man, okay, this guy can make plays. And so... We got to see a good display of all the players, and you're impressed. Yeah. Obviously, there's work, but that's a good place to start. What we saw, and I can't, I can't stop talking enough about Connor Blood because he just looked like he looked so calm and yeah. like confident coming in. Man, it was so, Seriously. it was so great. Like you can tell now. Now there's proof that that was that was a tough quarterback competition yeah, in yeah. camp to pick a starter because he looked really good. It only makes you wonder, like, what did Jake look like if he played the whole game? But it is what it is. You know, I don't know what's going to happen going forward. I I think we both have different thoughts on what they may do. But I I, I think think it's going to be hard to go back to Luton at this point. I think the way Connor played, yeah. I think you sh- I think Connor should get the starting nod. I don't know if he will, but I feel like I feel like he earned it in that game. Definitely. Even though it wasn't off the best circumstances, he's got that confidence right now and it's riding. So <laughs> I, I I hope they put him in. I I hope that he plays, but I I feel comfortable now with any anyone one any one of those guys probably playing in there, you know. Yeah. So um, what about like you kind of touched on it a little bit too, but I guess are there some highlights or some things that you'd say out of the defense too? I mean, I don't want to just you know kind of knock it around a little bit because the seventy seven points, but I mean, was there stuff you saw defensively maybe that obviously that interception was nice to see, you know, yeah, because it came off of a pressure, you know, the quarterback getting hit for what seems like really the only time he didn't get much pressure, obviously. Ohio State's line, offensive line, or you know, studs. But it was cool to see that. Of I think they're in the red zone or pretty close. Yeah, I and think he, I think he got was. pressure, got knocked, and then you know we see the interception and then the return. And yeah, he fumbled it and kind of lost it. But a big play was made from that. So you 
obviously there's signs of life because he could have easily just not been there or dropped the interception, but to catch it, he had a couple spin moves, broke some tackles, and so it led to three points too. Yeah, that's a point. That's points off turnovers. You know, yeah. And they we had another turnover. Granted, Ohio State muffed. I think it was a yeah, punt, was but we still have to get the ball. Yeah, still have to collect it. So yeah. So and even turning the ball over too. Like I almost feel like no interceptions from any of the quarterbacks. No. I love seeing that. You can almost say. I don't want it to be a cop out, but the Luton fumble that may have just been the concussion too. Yeah, in some ways, you know. So I, I think we really took care of the ball too. So yeah, um, and when, if we didn't take care of it, we jumped right on it. So um, overall, that was a fun. It was a fun loss. That was a fun week. Yeah, that was, so that was a fun game to watch. I wasn't disappointed. You know, some of those games last season, it's just like, oh, this is like a fight to just stay through it. And in some ways, like. Yeah, this game was a blowout score-wise, but it never once was like for me at least. Uh, man, I'm just I have to painfully sit here and watch this game because I think a lot of it goes back to the offense was competing. They're moving the ball, they're driving down the field, allowing the defense to get some rest. And I was kind of hoping and waiting for that time. Like, okay, well, this is good. The offense is moving the ball. The defense has time to kind of adjust things and I'm sure they were and I'm sure you know we saw that but while we didn't really get to see it kind of pan out um you I think you know they got it that's Ohio State so you got to kind of remember that it's still not fun to see them put up 77 but it's Ohio State what Mm -hmm. can we I want to see them the next few games to adjust that maybe and come out and obviously make some stops you know third downs too that's kind of hard they didn't really get many third down stops so yeah if they can adjust that a little bit the secondary can work some things out this offense is going to be able to move the ball this offense moves the ball in Ohio State so they're going to be able to move the ball on any any team you play so they're going to give you time to do things this defense if they can start working these things out like I said I I know we both jokingly kind of, maybe not jokingly, but predicted like five, six wins yeah. in our first season preview. Yeah. It, we're kind of drinking the Kool-Aid on that. Oh, but correction. You actually did have five. I did five, five. yeah. I, I said six, but I counted it wrong. But yeah. still, that was still, going into the game, I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> I was a little extreme on that. But after seeing this first game, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm more convinced like a three to four. I'm I'm more convinced that the so-called experts that had them maybe one to three games or something like that. I, I if that offense plays like that, they're going to win some games. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just it's going to happen. So, and yeah. like I think uh, I like uh, Jonathan Smith's press conference today too. Apparently, he's working on Labor Day, so <laughs> he doesn't have the day off. So. Um, Quite simply, I like what he said. Um, do things together, compete, and learn. And I love it. So yeah, that's all you ask. Yeah. So, um, well, let's let's move ahead to uh, their home opener this Saturday. There we go, Racer. Utah. Yeah. Let's see what Jonathan You're, Smith can bring to first home game. I just actually bought tickets right? today. Yeah. That's what so I'm ask. Yeah. bought tickets. I'm going to be there. It's going to be fun to see just the. Energy level and excitement that comes in this game. I think it's going to be loud. I think people are going to be excited to see what's going to happen. Coming off, 
Uh, they'll probably be trickling in. I, it's not really a wave of the students yet, but you'll you'll see some there for sure. I don't think the student section is going to be sold out or anything, but you'll see some people there. Um, you know, another thing that we kind of talked about going into last game of what Oregon, sorry, Oregon State needs to do is have that sideline energized. And yeah. we've kind of talked about that. And while from the TV side of it, you couldn't really see much, but even Jonathan Smith hit that today saying, well, the, the sideline stayed positive, stayed energetic. And so you're excited about that. And of course, it's going to continue to this week. I mean, they're going to come out. <laughs> Excited! They're gonna come out ready to go, and so <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll, I'll I won't forget when we were watching that press conference today when Jonathan Smith talked about the sidelines and the positivity. Oh yeah, this look, look on his face—he gave me a look. He's like, "See, you yeah. really felt like you." Knew Sometimes what you were it feels really encouraging <laughs> when you say something, and then you hear like a pro say something better. Like, yeah, okay, I kind of know what I'm talking about. No, but. that was definitely like that built up your. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, confidence. That's confidence. That's the word I'm looking for. See, we do it confidence. right here on Built on Beeves. We, we kind of know what we're talking about. We kind of do, man. We really um, do. So how, how uh, let's just say you're not going to the game. Yeah. So yeah. I actually, I looked up the time. I forgot. What's, what's five the o'clock. time? Five o'clock. So, so it's an early evening game. Yeah, it'll be nice. Uh, this, Like we said, this Saturday, September 8th. Good old Reeser, 5 o'clock p.m. I think you can watch it on Pac-12 Network. Yeah, I have that. But, I mean, if you're in Corvallis, go to the game. Come on. Yeah. Just be there. So Even though I'm not. But you should. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aren't you going? (laughs) Well, so I I made plans with a buddy of mine um, weeks ago without checking what time the game was at. But we are going to watch the game. Needless to say, I'll be the one getting all the... The, the news and the inside scoops. Maybe try to work my way on the field to get an interview or something. We'll see how that goes. Just stay tuned next week to see if that actually happens. Wait, you, In other a, words, it's a, not going to happen. Do you have a name tag made up yet or anything like working that? Working on it. Are you t- who are you going to the game with? Sophie? My wife, yeah. Your wife? Sophie. I just oh, want to have nice. That's our first home game together. As a couple. As have a guys, couple. Have you guys been there even? Have you guys even been to a game together ever? No. Before? Oh, okay. We didn't even. We weren't dating in, during football stadium or football season last year. So, do, do I have permission to ask what Sophie's take was from the first game? Yeah, she. Oh man, I don't even want to dive too far into <laughs> okay, this because it'll just get it. me frustrated. Okay, again. then no. She's one of those like, oh, I'm a Beaver fan my whole life, and we know what we're talking about. Like, I'm used to this stuff, and it's rough <laughs> because part of the game, and I've been working on her a little bit. Like, stop being so negative and stay kind of positive and her big motto is oh well which i think's completely <laughs> ignorant not in a hard way but she's like oh if we went one and eleven every season and just beat the ducks like that's all we care about I'm like no that is not like i get it yeah it's the ducks you want to beat them but you can't define a successful season by just yeah. beating the ducks and i think part of that's her just yeah you know we grew up beaver fans hate the ducks and that's all there is to it but i'm like no they're I don't even humor her sometimes because I'm like I just can't I can't listen to that. Yeah. But well, we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. So there's that kind of that uh, kind of fandom too. Growing up in Chicago, like with the Chicago Bears versus Green Bay Packers, it's always like you know the old school rivalry. Oh, you know, um, you know as long as we beat those Packers, or as long as we beat the Bears, blah, blah, blah. and it's like I get yeah. it where it comes from, 
but I think maybe maybe me and you being transplants moving here, yeah. we're not we're we're not as indwelled with that kind of thought process. But, yeah, but that that's okay. So. Um, and you know, if Sophie listens to this, trust me, if I was married, Nate would probably do the, would probably ask me to, yeah. what my wife thought. So I tried to get her to ask some questions, but she didn't really give me a, do we have, I'm a, disappointed actually. I, I'm th- thank you for listening, but we got no yeah. questions. We, we, do you we guys, not get any, you guys realize how boring it is if it's just me and him talking hey, next, week we'll get some, next week, we'll get some questions, we need some so. questions. Okay, so five uh, o'clock research stadium, five research, Pac twelve network, but just be so, there, Southern Utah. Yeah, um, let's talk a little bit about Southern Utah. We gotta know who we're playing, right? We gotta, so yeah, so good last year, right? Yeah, okay. they they're an FCS school, but they're a good FCS school, and so they're from Cedar City, Utah. Last year they went nine and three. They're we, you know, I don't want to touch on this too much. They got blown out to, against Oregon their first game. They lost to Sacramento State, and then they lost to Weber State in the first round of the playoffs. Um, they did win the Big Sky Conference last year, so they're no joke. They're a good FCS school. Um, that's kind of the last season of what they were at. Um, the Big Sky is usually pretty good, I think, in the FCS. Yeah. Because I think there's an Eastern Washington. I think Eastern Washington's in the Big Sky. And they may have won or competed for a title a couple of years ago. Yeah, so. they've been... Good. Um, Montana, the Grizzlies are usually pretty good. So yeah. I don't know a ton about don't the just FCS. Basically, don't just look over them. They're an FCS school, but a good FCS they're school. a good FCS school. Yeah. We've seen plenty of FCS schools beat D1 Power 5 schools. So this is no by no means just a walk in the park. No, Obviously, what we saw last year against Portland State, we had to fight yeah. back and win that on the last series so I don't you know let's just move on last yeah. game so their last game or their first game of the season they played against North Alabama and it was a it was an offensive game I didn't know it existed an intense game they lost 34 to 30 but what as I've been reading it seems like they kind of lost on penalties I was reading they had like two interceptions late that both got called back because of penalties so in some sense, it felt like they kind of lost that game instead of North Alabama winning. They have an explosive offense, so it might be another one of those games. Obviously, not explosive like Ohio State, but I think we'll probably see some points being scored both sides of the ball this week. Um, but something I remember you touched on was what you see as a successful season is blown out in FCS school. Yes, right? that. Uh, yeah. Are you still convinced handy. we can? What do you think about that? Can we do it? Um, what did I think a blowout was? Thirty nine points. I was yeah, kind of joked being, about. I was kind of joked. Yeah, I yeah. was. Um, yes, I think. I think we. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to give my prediction yet. Obviously, yes, though, the key is the defense. I think right coming off that is our defense has to make some stops. But like I said, yeah. I think we're going to see that. Um, the segment we're kind of all waiting for, you know, coming from the success of last week is the mascot, you know, the whole mascot situation yeah, of what's a Buckeye and talking about that. That was a lot of, people had fun with that. So here, I was impressed. So what, let's, let's hear about Southern Utah. What are they? The, they're the Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. So which I first knew. thought, what, what do you think that is? I thought, well, <laughs> I thought we we're going to have a good segment. So <laughs> when I heard it was Thunderbirds. So my that's the first thing I thought. 
Um, I feel like some like ancient Egyptian type symbol type thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like a what do you call those in the wall? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, like that, the writings that are carved in the wall with designs uh, and stuff like yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost so want to throw it in. Are like specialties of this bird? Then what can this bird do? I hope it has to involve something with thunder. Something think, thunder right? and lightning. <laughs> I do. <laughs> are you saying you are? Let's just say you're a lot closer on this one than the Buckeye, thinking that that was a rodent yeah so we're already on a good well, start so, from but this. It, so but it is so we do have it, it is an animal yes it is it is legitimately a bird a few few interesting things about this mascot is that well in this school history they've kind of changed names um both for the college they've also had different mascots their beginning was an aggie because they were an agricultural school oh they're kind of an aggie and then as they they changed to a bronco and so there are Broncos for a while, and then they started to realize there's so many Broncos, especially in the ag kind of system. A lot of Broncos schools are being named, and yeah. So eventually, eventually in 1961, that's when they became known as the Thunderbirds. And so, what is a Thunderbird? You know, and you, yeah, you basically hit on it. It's a mythical mascot, and it's basically capable of producing thunder, lightning, and rain. And so. That's so their it's, big, it's, it's mystic. Yeah, that's so their big war not cry. real. Yeah, not not real. Okay. So so that's the Thunderbird. Is the mascot have a name? Ooh, that's actually a good question. They're like uh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> Here, why don't you look at that? Look, well, look yeah, for let that. Me, let me, let me find I missed out. that part. So the th- the and it's the only mascot in the NCAA. The only Thunderbird in the NCAA belongs to the school. So they do have an original. So that that was their whole point. But aren't we the That's only beavers were. too? I don't know. I bet there. I bet there's NCAA some beaver school. I bet there's some beavers in like the smaller divisions or something like that. Don't you think? Oh, maybe. Um, I was surprised to find that like uh, Kansas, the Jayhawks. I always thought the Jayhawk was a real bird. It's actually not. I don't know if you knew that. Eric, we're not playing Kansas. I know, but I still thought it was interesting. I thought that that is I, interesting. I, I bring that up. I don't know what the mascot is. I saw a picture of him. Um, Does it not have a name? It's got a oh, name. Oh, his name is Cosmo. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. I think. Maybe I made that up. Don't don't quote me on I that. I mean, it sounds right. So, yeah. I'll get, I'll get, I, a, better, I I'll get a better be look at it oh, yeah, I, this Saturday, so. I could be wrong on the Cosmo. So predictions predictions for this game. We don't have a spread, do we? So I actually do looked it up. It? I think it's because it's an FCS school. There's no spread. Oh, there's not a spread. There is no spread. I, it's either two or. Let's make up a spread. Twenty eight. Can we points. do that? Twenty eight. Yeah, that's my spread. That's your spread. Yeah, twenty eight points. So I'm. I want to go. Um, basically, or do you want to do half? Let's do, no, 27 and a half, 27.5. 27.5. So um, I'm putting, you know, the favor to the Beavers So we're just there. making this up. Yeah. So the Beavers, yeah, 27, uh, 27 and a half. So basically, if you wanted to pick the Beavers and to win the bet, you would have, they would have to win by 28 points or more. And then 
For the Thunderbirds, if you wanted to pick them, they've just got to be within 27. So that's why I like the half. So, so what you got? Oh, um, oh, I, I have the I have the Beavers at twenty eight. Okay. I think yeah, I think they'd cover my spread. They'd cover twenty seven and a half. I want to. I really do. But, but yeah. I picked the spread last <laughs> week and I was wrong. So I'm trying you to learn. Game, but you got the game right. I did. So we're both one and zero in game predictions. So we're both fighting for that. Yeah, I'm not going to pick us. the spread. I think the one by like you're not 21. Gonna, oh, I thought you're not going to pick at all like you refused oh, no, to do. No, no, no. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not I participating don't in think the they're going to cover that spread. Okay. I think, yeah, we'll get to our game yeah. one, well, our game predictions. Well, well I want to know before that. What? For the Beavers to win, what do you think they need to do? I think they need to... Work some stuff out in their defense. Um, maybe kind of look over their assignments and all of that and maybe shuffle some things around. Um, their D-line's going to have to force some pressure on their quarterback. Basically, I think it comes down to the defense. Okay. The defense is going to have to make stops. They're going to have to do th- – Punts, they're gonna have to force punts. Um, I think the offense, if the offense performs like they do last week, I think we'd win this game no matter what. Even if our defense struggles, our offense will put up points. Um, I think it just more so relies on the defense and just keeping that energy going and just never and not looking at this like a walk in the park game. And I don't yeah. think you can, and I don't think they will. But this isn't an easy team. This is no just give me game. So you have to be aware of who you're playing and not just slow down and be lazy. But every single play, make sure you're doing your right assignments and reads and making sure you're hustling and not just kind of slowing down because, oh, they're an FCS school or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I don't think they will, but that's what they're going to have to do to win this game, which I think they will. Yeah, I think if um, <clears throat> the offense plays the way it did against Ohio State, um, you know, not playing scared, um, running the ball, but also, you know, taking chances over the air too, um, I think the Beavers are will be able to win. I don't know how much uh, offensive threat we're facing, but – no matter what, we need to see defensive improvement for the Beavers. I think even if the defense plays poorly, I think the Beavers can do enough on offense to probably win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they'll probably be fine there. So yeah. Um, but overall, um, do you have do you have a prediction for this game? Who do you think is actually going to win? I think the Beavers are going to win. I think we're okay. looking at a a good momentum from Ohio State because, like I said, yeah, they got blown out, but. I still think that there's momentum coming off that game. Yeah. I don't I think, think so it's too. a blowout where, oh, man, we got just our, our momentum's down, our heads are down. I don't think it's like that. I think they're actually, okay, look at what we did. We competed against Ohio State. We played a full game against Ohio State. We didn't beat up ourselves. So I think they're coming into this game full of momentum, excitement, kind of get rid of that first game jitters and you do it at a big stage so that really quickly got their first kind of 
questions about themselves answered. What kind of team are we starting to see? And I think we'll see more of it, obviously, this next game. Um, but I think they're going to come out, and they're going to win. And I think they're yeah. going to win handily. Whether or not it's a yeah. blowout, it will. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, like last year, like, oh, okay, well, this is kind of really tight. I think we'll win handily. I, at the same time, I said I didn't think they were going to cover the spread, but I still think like 21 points, something like that. So, a win. I, I think they're going to win by exactly 28 points. So, I really, I, I, I do think that they're going to they're gonna look good. Um, I, I really want like a quick start, yeah. you know, to get ahead quickly and, and, you know, not milk the game, but just have, just have control of the game, have fun. I'd like it by halftime where we already kind of, as fans, are kind of like, okay, we're going to win this game. I love, I don't remember the last time having that feeling watching a Beavers game, but it'd be fun to be like at halftime, like, okay, we're really going to have to screw this up to lose. Yeah. Or, yeah, basically. So I'm, I'm hoping that, um, that we just take full control of this game and, and, yeah. win, and I think that we will. Um, it's also military appreciation day. I got my official Beavers email. So, okay. but so I wonder if that means uniform wise, are we wondering. seeing the American Beaver? Oh, absolutely, my friend, absolutely. <laughs> you so think I so? think, yeah, for sure. Okay, we're seeing some orange, orange, right? No, I think when I think if they were usually when they have the American Beaver, like the American flag and the Beaver logo, I've seen it like on the white helmet, usually like black unis and like white bottoms. That's what I've seen. Really? So I don't know if they're doing that, but I, I'm predicting that they won't. Do we say, we didn't say all white. No, but that was our first pick. We actually, I thought about that as soon as I saw they were wearing all white. I'm like, that's what the, that's the first thing that you said. I'm like, you think all white or whatever you said. And then, uh-huh. then I, then we switched it to orange bottoms, or, orange bottoms and orange helmets. So, we should have went with our gut and just gone the all white. So I think, but they look good, man. I love they do. I love the way they look on on Saturday. I think orange so. bottoms. And don't touch that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Nate has a thing on his arm. That yeah, I don't know what it touch. is. It's like a wart or something. <laughs> it's hard not to pick at. But come on, don't call me on air. Sorry about picking my wart. <laughs> Good thing this isn't like video produced. <laughs> they can't see me doing it. Um, I'm it sorry. Helps it me think. Fun. It helps well, me think. <laughs> I think orange worse. bottoms. Now I'm lost. <laughs> I don't know. They're gonna come out with. I don't even know. But speaking of which, not that I like to bash the ducks all the time. I guess I do. But did you see their uniforms this first week? It is bad. Is, is, so we're definitely winning the <laughs> uniform battle. All right, get over it. <laughs> yes. uh, the word helps me think. I'm orange, sorry. I'm sorry. Orange bottoms. I don't even. Orange. Just orange. Okay, so they're just going to wear orange. Just straight orange. Okay. I'm going to go with white hull. Are you going... So do you think they're doing the American beaver thing? Yeah, so probably not orange then. I don't know. White. Okay, so I'm gonna go white helmet with the American Beaver. Yeah, I like black that. black jersey and white bottoms. That's what I think. You're probably right. <laughs> I almost bought that shirt too this past Saturday because I, I like how you are repping a Beaver shirt while we're doing this podcast, though. Yeah, man, I like it. It's uh, 
Just a gray one with a like. So one of the like three for twenty fives. Yeah, three for thirty. Three for thirty. So okay. Being spoiled, my my dad wanted to buy me. I couldn't find two more that I really liked that I thought I would wear, so I didn't do it. Just got we just got one. Yeah. But I I, I did have that American one in hand, so I almost almost walked away with it. So, um, what about as far as like going forward? I mean, we've only been talking football. Um, I think we'd like to hear now from our listeners if there's other sports you ever want us to touch on and talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we're big football fans, but there's more that Beaver, that Beaver Athletics to talk about as well and things we can research and talk about and have fun with. So yeah, um, please Nate, go ahead, Nate. Oh no, I was just gonna say yeah. We're send us ideas. Send us. We want to hear back from you guys. This is a kind of listener type podcast where we want to get everyone listening involved and so whether that means questions suggestions not that we're always going to listen to them but we'll take suggestions if they're reasonable of maybe segments you want to see in the future or different things to touch on whatever the case may be we want to hear from you so how do do we hear from them how do they (laughs) they get involved in this so Built on beeves at gmail.com. Let's spell that. So built like B U I L T. Do you do O N and then beeves B A V S at so, gmail.com. Built so on beeves B U I L T O N B E A V S. Correct. I don't know why when you said that I just thought of BLTs, but not <laughs> oh, BLTs. Um, but yes, yeah, send us send us feedback. That's probably how we'll kind of get these out there is by sending links to our where you can go access each episode but also shoot us emails with just whatever you're thinking yeah and um let us and send us an email that you want to subscribe if you want to be notified every time there's a new episode yeah and um feel free to share it with others as well we're totally okay with that so yeah Uh, So thanks for tuning in. For Eric Bober um, and Nate Hayfley, uh, thanks for listening to Built on Beeves. Go Beeves. Go Beeves.